You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number 24. I thought I would do another quarterly recap. I know we are already pretty much a month through the first month, and I almost wasn't going to do an episode like this, but I thought, you know what? I enjoy this kind of stuff. I know you guys actually really enjoy listening to what's happening in my world and my business. It's actually just a really good exercise for me to go through this process and be able to share it with you guys. So here we are. I'm sitting down. It is a Monday afternoon. I should be clocking off for the day, but I thought I would record a sneaky little episode sharing about the highlights, the lowlights, and everything in between of quarter two of 2021. You may or may not know that I really enjoy quarterly planning. I think it's a really helpful way of breaking down the year into more bite-sized pieces, setting goals for certain periods of the year, having specific focuses for that period of time, and just having four times a year that we can sit down for a hot minute, reflect on what's been happening, what hasn't been working, celebrate the wins, and set some intentions for the next quarter. I'm going to try to keep this episode a little bit short and sweet because I need to take my dog to the vet in like 50 minutes. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode where I'm talking all about my quarter two recap. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthi and I love all things marketing, money, mindset, and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. Well, hello, hello. I am so glad that you are tuning in today, friend. Thanks for choosing to hit play on this episode and deciding that my life and my business is interesting enough for you to actually have a glimpse into. (laughs) So I'll be honest with you, I have not really planned out an outline for today. I just thought I would sit down with my cup of tea and have a little chat and just say out loud what's on my mind as I reflect on the last three months. So quarter two, what are we? April, May, June. So that is quarter two. And as I look back, it was a pretty intense quarter. I had a lot of work, a lot of things happening. My wedding business was very, very busy. I think from memory, I had a total of 21 weddings in April and May alone, which is like the amount of weddings that I did in my first full year of business. So it was pretty intense. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, it also felt really good. Like it felt busy, but I outsourced a fair bit during that time. I had my team come in most weeks helping me prep for all of these weddings. And I honestly don't think I could have done it without them. But I do remember feeling like I was probably working a little bit too much just because there were still heaps of things that needed to get done. And from an outsourcing point of view, there's only so much that I can actually outsource at this stage of my business. I would love to be able to outsource more of the design work, but there are certain things that I still take responsibility over in a sense. So I was still working a fair bit in that side of things and executing a lot of the design work. But my wedding business was doing very, very well, flourishing, living its best life. But I am certainly very happy for things to have slowed down a little bit more over the recent times. 
I shared in my quarter one recap that I had these intentions to launch a digital shop and I was fairly confident that my March launch would turn into a May launch. But here we are, we're in July and it's still not launched, but I'm not kicking myself up too much over that because I just don't think the timing was perfectly aligned and I'm very, very excited to get the digital shop out there very soon. But up until recent times, it just hasn't felt quite right putting it out into the world. But that is certainly on the cards for quarter three or possibly launching in quarter four, depending how I want to structure the launch runway, I guess. But that is certainly still in the works for those who have been asking I'm very, very excited to launch my shop as soon as I can because the resources are really, really cool. There are some email templates, there are some Canva templates for visual proposals and welcome guides, there are some fun little spreadsheets, there are just some really awesome resources specifically for wedding pros and I'm excited for you guys to get them in your hot little hands and very soon I will be focusing on getting that properly off the ground but we're not quite there just yet. Something that didn't go overly well was my bookkeeping. I definitely fell behind with my bookkeeping, hands up if you agree. And I always knew that bookkeeping wasn't something that I really enjoyed. I mean, it definitely got a lot easier when I switched over to zero, but I always knew that once weddings picked up again, it was going to be one of the first things that I was going to put to the sides. And I was right. I knew myself very well. So I don't think I did a whole lot of bookkeeping between April and June, which meant the end of June, I was scrambling to catch up on my bookkeeping to work out where I was sitting financially at the end of the financial year, which leads me into a win of the last quarter. I hired a bookkeeper. (laughs) That was something I've been wanting to do for a while. I think it might have even been a goal that I shared at the start of the year for this year. And I hired a bookkeeper, which was actually really, really cool. And I'm celebrating that for a second because it felt really scary to sign that contract and actually hire someone to do that for me. But I know it's the best decision for my business. It's one of the easiest things that I can outsource in terms of it requires very little training. It's something that needs to get done, but I don't really have time to do. And yeah, I'm just feeling really, really good. So that's a win of the quarter. And obviously, as I shared before, one of the challenges of the quarter was keeping up with my bookkeeping. But now I have balanced that out by hiring a bookkeeper. So my lovely bookkeeper, it started in July. So I guess it's almost like a quarter three win, but I signed the contract and got it all organized in June. So I would kind of consider that a Q2 win, but hey, I'll probably celebrate that for Q3 as well. But yeah, keeping it real, bookkeeping was not a fun time over the last quarter, but hopefully moving forward, that will be a lot cleaner. The thing I love about my bookkeeper is that there are no locking contracts because I know that especially in my business, which is very, very seasonal. I mean, I think the wedding industry is probably one of the most seasonal businesses, unless you own like a ski resort or something. It's very seasonal. The income is very seasonal. And there are seasons in the year where bookkeeping might feel, or I know, feels a lot easier, like over the Christmas period for at least me here in Australia. And I've told my bookkeeper that later in the year, once we're through the second big wedding season wave of spring, which is, you know, September, October, November, 
then I might be able to take the reins again, do it myself for a few months, and then hand it back over to her, ready for our autumn weddings next year. But, you know, we'll just see what happens. But for now, celebrating the fact I have a bookkeeper and she's going to be in my corner, especially over the next wedding season. One thing I am celebrating, because as you know, if you're in Australia, our end of financial year is actually the middle of the year so our financial year is July to June if you are from another country you may not have known that about us but our financial year isn't actually the same as our calendar year so that's kind of why I was talking about June trying to scramble and take control again over the numbers and work out where I was sitting but one thing I am celebrating is actually hitting some really big money goals and it feels a little bit awkward sharing some of the financial stuff sometimes because it is such a personal thing and I never want to come across as like boasting about my situation because I still have a long way to go and I mean some people probably would hear my numbers and think oh that's so little <laughs> but I'm really really proud of some of the goals that I've achieved this year in the first six months of the year my business already has hit six figures in sales which took me a number of years to hit even on an annual basis. So the fact that I've met that milestone and we're only halfway through the year is a really, really big win. I will acknowledge the fact that because of COVID, a lot of my work from last year was pushed into this year. So of course, it all kind of balances out and the numbers probably aren't going to be the same this time in 12 months once things hopefully, maybe possibly level out a little bit more in this industry. But that was still a really big win, especially after last year when the numbers were a little bit lower than I'd projected, of course, due to this crazy, crazy time in the world. So I was very, very happy to see over $100,000 in sales that I've managed to hit. And we're only halfway through the year. So I'm celebrating that. I'm excited about that. And yeah, excited to see what happens in the future. Now, as I mentioned before, I was probably working a little bit more than I would have liked to have worked. So I would definitely consider that a low light in the sense that you guys know I want to create a work-life balance that is healthy. And I feel that I probably wasn't quite meeting some of those goals in the last quarter just due to the amount of work that we had. Thank you to COVID. <laughs> so while I'm super pleased with some of these financial milestones, I'll be very, very honest and say that I also feel like I really worked for it as well. <laughs> and I personally don't really want to be working that many hours in the future, but I also know there are seasons of hustle, seasons of rest, but I'm hoping this next half of the year, I guess, can feel a little bit more consistent because that's something that I really value is just having a balance in my life and in my business. So I just wanted to be open and transparent about that because while I'm sharing a lot of these wins, I also want to be real. And that is definitely something that I felt like, even though it felt good and I didn't feel you know, completely stressed and I didn't feel like I was burning out or anything. I still was working more than I want to ideally be working in an ideal world. So that's something I'm wanting to keep an eye on moving forward as I continue to train up my team, outsource more and just make some wiser decisions so that I can manage my time a little bit more effectively. Now, as we look into quarter three, because this is kind of the fun part of the episode, like I've done a little bit of reflecting on quarter two and sharing a bit about that. I'm sure there is way more that I could talk about, but also I need to keep the episode moving. But looking into quarter three, I thought I would share some of my goals, I guess, some of my focuses. 
as you guys know, I'm wanting to have a little bit more work-life balance, hopefully not work as much. And I'm thinking because I'm outsourcing my bookkeeping, I'm outsourcing my podcast editing, I'm outsourcing a lot of the prep work and behind the scenes stuff with my wedding business. I really feel that I probably will be able to step back from work a little bit more and kind of get back to that four day a week work schedule rather than five or maybe sometimes even six days of work. This quarter, I would love to focus on my digital shop. As I said earlier, I don't know if that means I'll be launching before September. I may be, I don't know, but I really need to just map out a bit more of a plan and work out what I want this runway to look like, make sure that's effective and strategic because as much as I want to just release it in like a week's time so that you guys can get your hot little hands on the products, I also know that there needs to be a little bit of intention behind the way that is launched. So I guess this quarter, I'm hoping to possibly launch it, but at the very least, I guess have started the pre-sale part of it, ready to launch early quarter four. But we will see because I know that I have pushed back this launch date more than once and I'm very, very open about that. But when we are finally launched, I will certainly do a really special podcast episode and we can have a digital glass of champagne and celebrate the fact this shop is finally launched. Now, the big thing that I am very, 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 very excited for for quarter three, drum roll, is my beautiful new coaching program with my friend Hannah Murphy. I had Hannah on the show just last week and we talked all about what's coming up, but I thought I would mention it here today as well because we do still have just under two weeks until the cart closes if you are listening live. But if you don't know anything about it, essentially my friend Hannah Murphy, she is a productivity strategist and she is amazing at so many things, but particularly systems, scaling and schedule. We have been really, really good business friends for about 18 months, but she's also just a really close personal friend of mine as well. So We've decided to join forces and create this really exciting new group coaching program specifically for service providers. Now, if you're wondering what a service provider is, essentially, if you're working one-on-one with clients providing a service, then that is for you. So you might be B2B, so you might be a virtual assistant, a bookkeeper, a graphic designer, a social media manager. Or you might be more in the B2B space, but still offering a service. So if you are a photographer, a wedding florist, a wedding planner, pretty much anyone in the wedding industry, if you're any of those things, you kind of fall into this category of service provider. I won't bore you too much with all of the details because if you're interested, you should definitely go back and listen to my interview with Hannah. That was from last week. And even if you're not listening in real time, even if you're listening in the future and you've passed the date that we've closed the cart, it's still a really, really cool episode. We share so many nuggets, if I do say so myself. But essentially, if you're interested in the program, just go back and listen to that episode. But that's something I'm really, really excited for for quarter three as well. We close the cart on August 7th, 3 p.m. Australian Eastern, which ends up being evening time, August 6th, if you're from the US. But obviously, if we fill all of the spots before then, cart will close before that date but at this stage that's when we'll be closing the cart there are only a limited amount of spots available as well so there is a good chance we could be closing the cart before then but i am so so excited we start on august 10th which is in about two weeks and we've already had three onboarding calls for some of the women who have said yes and who have signed up And I'm just getting so excited. Like the onboarding calls are so much fun, but it's going to be a really powerful three months of group coaching calls. But that's something I'm really, really looking forward to in quarter three. 
So I would say they're kind of my big two focuses for the next quarter is really serving our clients well in our coaching program and then also getting things prepared to launch for the digital shop. I still have other goals, of course. I have heaps of other projects and things on my to-do list, but they're my focuses for the next quarter and I am super duper excited. I think another thing that I guess I learned or something that didn't go quite to plan or something that needs a little bit of improvement. I think I just need to get better at scheduling more posts. In the past, I preferred to post in real time, but I think as I'm getting a little bit busier and juggling a few more balls, I'm needing to probably schedule more and more posts to auto post on my behalf because otherwise I know myself, I know that I just get distracted. I have to do the million and one other tasks and before I know it, it's been three days and I haven't actually posted, even though the post has pretty much been there waiting for me to just hit publish. So I think I'm, I'm going to need to try and streamline my social media a little bit more and just schedule more posts in advance. Now, moving on to, I guess, some of the lessons that I've learned, and I actually wrote this down. I actually only just found my journal. I'm pretty much at the end of this episode and found my journal where I actually wrote this down, which probably would have provided a little bit more structure. But anyway, lessons that I've learned in the last quarter, I need the support of other people. That was one thing I wrote down, as I've already said. I've outsourced a little bit more over the last quarter and it was really, really necessary. I know I probably need to do that even more moving forward as well. Another thing I learned is that people are watching and consuming your content even when you don't even realize. I've had multiple women reach out over the last, I would say, six to eight weeks saying that they are loving the podcast and I had no idea that they even existed. And honestly, there are times that I'm like, oh my goodness, is anyone even listening to this? Is this even worth it? But then I get these beautiful messages from random people who say they've been binging the podcast and love it. And it was just a reminder to me that people are watching and they're consuming your content even when you don't realize. I had another beautiful lady come along and ask to book a one-on-one floral and business workshop day with me, which is something else that's happening in this next quarter. And again, she's been listening to the podcast and consuming my content and I didn't even realize. So let this be a reminder to you guys that there are people watching, there are people consuming, there are people connecting with you, but they may not actually reach out for a little while. So always know that what you're doing is making an impact, even if it doesn't feel like it. I think one thing I want to get better at in the next quarter is just not being afraid to show up. I think if I'm honest, that's something I've always been a little afraid of even if it doesn't look like it when I do stories. But there's always this massive fear of what people will think. I'm wanting to just get better at showing up and not caring about what people will think. And again, remembering that people are connecting and consuming and being impacted by my content, even when it doesn't feel like it. And the same goes for you guys as well. And another thing I wanted to mention, and perhaps this is more of a Q3 thing, So I'll probably share it in my Q3 recap, but recently I have been prioritizing my own education and development way, way more. In fact, on June 30th, which was the last day of the financial year, I spent $4,000 on a business course thinking it would be a tax write-off. But by the time it came out of my bank account, it literally came out on July 1st, (laughs) which means that it couldn't even be a write-off for that financial year. So it'll just have to come off the current financial year's taxable income. 
which was just a little bit funny. But anyway, but that's something I'm really wanting to prioritize over this next quarter as well as my own education and development and just spending more time learning from other people and growing and developing and journaling and planning and just investing intentional time in my own growth. It's so, so important. It's something I've probably lost over the last quarter as things got really busy, but that's something that I'm wanting to have a bit more of a focus on over this next quarter is investing in my own growth. So I've already invested financially, but I'm wanting to actually set aside time every single week to go through that content and implement what I'm learning. So let that be an encouragement to you guys too. It's so important to invest in your development. Okay, I've shared a lot in this episode. (laughs) So that's kind of a very all over the place recap of my quarter two as I've kind of just been reflecting and talking out loud. I hope you guys enjoyed that. But I guess just to wrap up, I would just encourage you guys, if you haven't already, to reflect on your quarter two, go through this process, reflect on what worked, what didn't work, things that you can celebrate, things that you want to change, set some goals for yourself, set financial goals, set project goals, set time goals in terms of how much you want to be working. You guys heard me go through some of those things. And just to reiterate, if you are interested in joining Hannah and my group coaching program, we would love to hear from you. Please feel free to DM us on Instagram and we would be more than happy to chat and to send you the link. Otherwise, if you're listening in the future and you're interested, but you're not sure if it's still available, just again, send me a DM on Instagram and I can let you know if we'll be running the group coaching program again. But anyway, friend, I'm so, so grateful that you decided to tune in today. Thank you for listening to my little talk about what's been happening in my business and until next time keep on imperfectly pursuing your purpose talk to you guys soon hey thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss future episodes and while you're at it if you'd like to leave a five-star rating on itunes i would be so grateful this lets me know what kind of content you're loving so that i can keep creating valuable content for you in the future It also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you. You can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website www.sarahluthie.com for more information and some cheeky freebies. Thanks again for being here, friend. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.